In this week's show, our guest is Roy Rodriguez. We have him usually every year to celebrate my birthday. My birthday is actually coming up, and it's going to be a very sad birthday as we are still under quarantine, and we are finishing up the, it's like season five of the show, so we've been doing it for five years. But I want to get Roy's take on this whole situation of, of self-isolation, of uh, following um, these mandates from the government. And I know he's chilling at home drinking a margarita. So out of all the people that I know that are freaking out about this, he seems the more calm. But tell us, Roy, um, it's, it's, it's month three. You know, it's been 40 days since the official um, you know, stay-home order. How are you uh, keeping it together? Are you the kind of guy that was already chilling at home and now it's, just, it's, it's the same uh, lifestyle? Or is this something that is impacting you and your family? It's more or less the same. I mean, I've always been, I don't want to say like a shutting, but uh, I'm still working. And that's what I did before all this happened. If anything, I picked up more hours and become busier. But, you know, I still go out for my bike rides. I still take my son out uh, to the park, you know, the bike rides. And I get out to the store and get what I need and come home. I guess like the only change is I, I don't really go to the movies now like I used to. Well at all anymore and otherwise it really it ain't really affecting me man it ain't, it ain't like as uh hard as i mean you know i know there's people without work and that's affecting their income but it, it's messed up for me to say this but this is all kind of worked in my favor so no i'm not panicking and it's like i'm a delivery driver and i'm an essential one i guess essential like to say but i just i just you know, get people their stuff so they ain't got to go to the store, which which is cool. So, uh, ain't really affecting me too much, man. I don't know. I, no. Well, we, we got to keep it classy so we're not going to go too far into how it's affecting you in the dating scene, <laughs> in the, um, you know, causing trouble at the movie theaters or anything like that. You went through a transformation in the last year. Yes. Sorry, with your gastric bypass, is that what you? I didn't. I didn't have gastric bypass. What did you uh, have? I had a gastric sleeve, where uh, about three fourths of your stomach is removed. 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 They go in. Uh, what is it called? Uh, orthoscopically, microscopically, they put four holes in your stomach and fill you with air and go in and uh, surgically remove three fourths. I'm getting too far, but you, it, it really starts, man, like last September, not last September, the September beforehand, uh, man, all my life, I, you know, you know me, or me and you know each other, you know, I've been like battling obesity, and, uh, I just you thought know, you were big bone. No, yeah, really heavy, hungry bones, but I was like, man, I topped out at, uh, 500 pounds, dude, and, uh, it's like, man, if I go on like this, I'm not going to live much longer. There's old people, there's fat people, and you don't see too many old fat people as, you know, as big as I was. And uh, so I went to the surgeon, and uh, my dad helped me out with it. And uh, the surgeon told me, he's like, you know, you have to, we can't even help you. You know, our table only holds so much. You know, you try to perform surgery and you're going to collapse our table. 
So I went, uh, he told me, he said, but we're going to, I got the, I got a nutritionist. They'll put you on a liquid diet. And you could, if you lose, when you lose 50 pounds, you know, we'll schedule your, uh, we'll schedule your surgery. So, uh, that September of 2018. Yeah, I started and, uh, I lost 50 pounds in like three months just doing a liquid diet. And I took a less sedative job where I just sitting around. I was an EMT and I was sitting around a lot. So I stopped doing that and I got a job, you know, working at a store where I was just walking around all the time and that dropped me down. Actually, I started in September and I finally had my surgery in February of the next year. And I, I lost like 65 pounds on my own without the surgery. And the day of my surgery, I was like 434. 434. I went from 500 to 434. I had my surgery and like every month, uh, you know, I just started gradually losing weight. I was sick. I was very sick after my surgery, but you know, I think that was part of the healing and I healed up and I began to take more intake into like, uh, for nutrition, like protein, more fluids. I was really dehydrated and, uh, I got better and I just kept losing weight. I still losing weight, you know, a year later, you know, last February 25th was it makes a year. So now it's March, April. Uh, yeah, it's about 14 months now out of surgery. And now I'm, I'm 273 right now. 273. So from 500 to 273 in a little over a year. So congratulations. Uh, can, can thank I, you. Without um, making fun, can I tell a story about how I knew that you were overeating? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Tell it. So one time, Roy and I we were out and about, and and after um, the, the night was almost over, and, and he's like, "Hey, let's go get something to eat." And I'm like, "Okay." So we stop at a McDonald's, and he's like, "Can I have a, a, a large, uh, you know, burger, um, large fry, a milkshake, and and um, you know, it's it's, it's like a dessert item." And then he's like, "What do you want, David?" And I'm like, dude, it's three in the morning. <laughs> Why are you eating a full meal at that time? Yeah. And do you yeah. think that it was like the way you were raised um, of eating uh, or you just love food so much? Or was it a uh, compulsion? Like, what's the thing that... that I think it's a combination of things. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't like eating because I was sad. I wasn't like, oh, so life's so hard. Oh, no, uh, was, I think I was always a big kid, and then, uh, man, it just as I got older, it got out of hand. You know, my intake was greater than a lot greater than my outtake. You know, as far as exercising, I would go to the gym and I would try to do a lot of cardio, and sometimes I stay on the path, but then I fall off, and then I the weight I lose, I gain it back plus more, and then. Uh, that last year before I like really started and stuck with it, you know, man, I just topped out like at 500, like I couldn't sleep well. I always had trouble starting to have trouble breathing when I slept, you know, my, it, it's hard finding clothes because you're that big. I go to special clothes. Now, like I wear like a two XL in shirts. I wear like size 42 in pants. And it's still like, oh, it's big, but yeah, it's small to me, smaller than what I've always been from like six and five XL, 
size 60 waist pants. Like, man, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of glad we talked about this. It kind of makes me feel more accountable, like, to never go back to that. Let's talk I about that. it, man. Like, you yeah. know, we've seen celebrities do, like, a yo-yo effect where they lose a bunch mm. of weight and then they gain it back. How, what are you eating now that it's keeping you uh, in that healthier weight? I think uh, it isn't so much what, but I do focus on proteins and try not to eat as many carbs. Uh, like, you know, I do have a slice of toast when I have egg or something. I just don't eat anything excessively or I can't eat excessively. I don't even eat normal meals. I eat like half of a kid's meal and I'm full. And that holds me. I think it's more of the portion I eat, the portion control. It's so small. And it sustains me, you know, I'm full. And then uh, three hours later, I'll be hungry and I'll eat another small meal or I'll have a protein bar and that'll sustain me. And so at the same time, kind of like keeping my metabolism going, like small meals throughout the day. And then my job I have uh, is nothing but walking. So that that's helps out a lot. Like, uh, you know, I'm constantly burning calories and, and walking miles a day. So that's, and I weigh myself every day. People say you shouldn't weigh yourself. I do. Because when I start, I always notice even when I was big, like I, I, I wouldn't weigh myself because I don't want to know how much I weigh. I don't know how to know how much I gain. And then uh, now it's like every morning, you know, I get up, weigh myself, see where I'm at and, you know, keep that in mind and, and work at it. So, and I also like took up hobbies that I didn't do before. Are you there? It's like you froze. I am. Oh, you are there. It was happening oh, when yeah. we were talking about uh, the coronavirus. You would like just like freeze, and I'd be like, "What happened? Uh, mm -hmm. What kind of hobbies are you doing?" That's me that freezing. They're helping you. Uh, I took a bike ride. I bike ride a lot, and uh, that's that's what helps me, man. That's that's what I enjoy. Uh, you know, I'll go and do ten miles on a just like to get a quick workout in. And the days I have leisure time, you know, I like to go to Studywood Park before all this pandemic. And I'd ride through downtown all the way to like uh, Memorial Park, you know. So it would be like a good 20 mile trek. And it, it's good, man. I like, I like riding a bike. And that's a hobby. Uh, of course, I get, I just still, I get all my cardio in at work. And then I will go to the gym and lift weights. Cause I've like done my cardio for the day. So now I lift weights to like help burn fat and it helps. So that's, that's it, man. There's not much more to it, you know, So, but so just trying to keep losing. With the pandemic is that people are living more sedentary lifestyles because even the gyms are closed. So there was a point where they closed the parks. Um, and that was upsetting me because, you know, that's the only, um, you know, active thing that we, you can do with your kids. So um, have you tried those exercises at home? They have people trying to lift weights with a broom or do uh, uh, kind of creative stuff at home? I don't get too creative, Ben. I mean, I know what I want to focus on. Like, again, like for cardio, I have my job. You know, that's a eight hours of walking. And then I come home. If I finish early at work, you know, I take, I take my bike. I'll go on a bike ride. And just because, just you know, that's more exercise. And then I'll come home 
and I'll crank out some push-ups and I got a resistant, a resistant band, you know, to substitute because I don't have a lot of room for weights. And, you know, I'll do my curls through there and like weight lifting exercises with the resisting band. And, and that's it. There's, there's nothing else to get creative about, you know. That's all I really do. I wish there was more to it. I, I know people why do these Zoom classes or online classes, but no, nah, that ain't me. I don't do it. Let me ask you, do you feel better about yourself? Like, there's people who are very self-conscious and they feel that people are either making fun of them or um, judging them for being overweight. Has, mm-hmm. has it changed the, the look of, that you have for yourself? Uh, do you see a difference with your interaction with others or is it about the same? Uh, society treats you way different when you're like as big as I was. Uh, like I went, took my son to a Rockets game and like a usher stopped me. He's like, hey man, uh, why don't you go up front and ask for handicapped seating because you're not going to fit in our seats. And I'm like, no, man, I'm good. I want to go sit down. And, like, I sit down. It's like, oh, I have no room. I don't fit, you know. And, and people stare at you, and they don't really want to be around you. I, I don't want to say it's right, but I kind of, like, understand. Like, okay. But now, I'm not saying it's, like, because I'm not super skinny, you know what I'm saying? I'm still, like, big dude. Like, I fluctuate between 275 and 273. And so it's not super big, but, you know, it's definitely not at the caliber I used to be. So, yeah, I I get treated. People do treat you differently when uh, you're bigger. It's either they pity you or they're just, like, mean to you and, like, kind of look at you with disgust. But that's I'm not crying or complaining, but that's just the way it is, you know. So that's that's how that's my experience with it. So right now, it's just like I kind of just seen somewhat normal, and that's fine, man. Because now I go like go to an Astros game and I sit in the seat and I have room, and I don't have to go sit in the handicap seating. And I can ride my bike now, as where I couldn't before, and do a lot more stuff like like I have cardio endurance like to do the type of work I do and and, uh, it feels good man it feels great there was something that you forgot to mention tell us about the episode where uh, you almost lost your life and it was related to uh, being overweight oh yeah Uh, I don't think I almost lost my life but it wasn't good I uh, was working and uh, I was this in 2016 and uh, I was working as an EMT and I was in the middle of my shift and I wasn't eating right or really taking care of myself. I was drinking a lot of Red Bulls and Cokes and not really watching what I eat. And I was working and my heart kind of took off and it wouldn't stop beating and uh, beating fast. It was like a real rapid heartbeat. I was like sitting down, like sitting like we're sitting now. And my heart was fluctuating between like 180 to 210 beats a minute. And I was in intensive care, uh, like for three days, critical care. And uh, I was about to get shocked. I was going to put me under and shock my heart to where it goes in a normal pace. And uh, God was looking out for me. And uh, like they had given me a pill to help me sleep. And while I was asleep, my heart converted back to normal 
so they didn't have to shock me. And so in my mind, I was like, man, God, you get me through this, you know, I'll definitely take better care of myself and I'll be in better health. I'll take, make sure I'm in better health. So how do I do that? Like I get out of the hospital and I go and I, I like fucking gain 60 pounds. And that's how I. That's how. Huh? My great grandfather uh, went to the doctor and they said, sir, if you don't stop drinking, you're going to die. Okay. <laughs> he went and got a bottle of tequila and, and died. From a, I don't know if it's cirrhosis or what, but that that's a horrible attitude to have. It wasn't it wasn't like I tried to get fat, but it's just like get bigger. It's just like it was like I eased up. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh man, it's not so bad. I could have some more of this, and I go out and I end up drinking with my friends, and like it's like God, you know, this this isn't good, but. Oh, well, you know, and then it's just to a point where it's like walking is uncomfortable. You don't want to walk or you don't want to do nothing. You just want to lay in bed and it sucks. And I'm glad I'm not like that anymore. You know, the worst thing was like my friend asked me to stand in his wedding. And uh, this is all right, really big. And like, you couldn't find anywhere the tuxedo like fit right, man. It wouldn't button. And it's like terrible. I'm so embarrassed about that time. But. It's harsh. That's how I. That's how I took care of myself. I got out of the hospital and went and gained sixty pounds. At least you made it to your friend's wedding, not like mine. Oh yeah. Well, I was in a different place. You know what I was going through at that time. Yeah. I apologize. It's a terrible time. It Hard was time. a hurricane, but I remember you saying it was like your son's birthday or something. I don't remember what lie I told you. But <laughs> so. Well, we we want to thank you for sharing. This is I mean, it took us a while to get there, but it it is a a very like personal thing to talk about um, your yeah. process. And you know, some people they they want to be the 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 chubby guy of the group, like they think that's cute or something, until it catches up to you. <laughs> until your heart starts beating at two hundred beats a minute feel dizzy you have to go to the er there there's so many things about health that now they're saying that one of the things that people don't mention is that the coronavirus is actually affecting people who are overweight too their their immune system is not as 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 strong since i don't know how it works i guess um the body is is in constant um like it's working hard to keep the person going yeah yeah your body is your heart's beating faster your blood pressure's higher i know mine's was mine's was like 200 over 180 it was really bad i was like hey you're about to have a stroke were you ever uh stroke with uh diabetes in the process no no i was pre-diabetic but never diabetic uh, thank god and i hope i stay that way man you know I know skinny people get diabetes, but, you know, bigger people are prone to it. Ah, say hello. This is my niece. Come here, Brandy. Come here. Come here. Don't look your mom. Come here. God damn it. You better not pee. But anyway. How old is your niece? Come here, Brandy. Brandy. 
think she turned two the other day. Come here. Come here. Uh, come here. Why are you coming to your knees? It's my sister's dog. Yeah, I don't believe in fathering uh, pets. Huh? I don't believe in fathering pets. Like, those are my grand dogs. And... Oh, this is my dog. Come here, Miha. Stop barking at me. Like, why are you clapping uh, to a baby? You didn't know? Come here. I can't see. I have my real niece. I got like four, four human nieces. And then my hairy niece here. That's right, Kara. She's still look. She's on my bed. Come get her. We could wrap this up now. Let's not put yeah. this on the podcast. Well, so again, thank you for sharing that. 